Thanks for listening to the Harold and Brad, Windy City Filmmakers Podcast. You can see the video podcast for this episode on our YouTube channel, Chicago Cat TV. Now sit back and relax, and enjoy the show. One, two, three. Harold and Brad, Windy City Filmmakers, Harold and Brad, Windy City Filmmakers, Harold and Brad. find you guys and bread uh facebook okay <laughs> facebook All right facebook and uh and references through other people okay okay so, so what i what i would do on facebook is i would look at the pictures and if i saw uh, a professional picture I would look and see if they act. Right. If they were actors. And then that's how I would contact them. I would contact them, you know, uh, let them know that I'm a director and I have a film and I'm looking for actors. I didn't have the casting call though. Had, had you seen uh, Rail do stand-up before, before you cast him in the film? Yeah, I, I saw him do stand-up, and I saw some uh, I saw some video of him on YouTube, and I thought he was really funny, and I, I really wanted to pick someone who didn't use profanity. You know, I, didn't, I, I wanted someone who, you know, I always looked at the profanity, especially in comedy, as a crutch. Well, it's a shock factor thing. Mm-hmm. Right. But Rail could just be funny talking about anything. And then I saw him uh, do some pop commercial. And the pop commercial was really good. And I was like, wow, this brother, can, he can act. I need, to, I need to pull him. And I actually pulled him in uh, a week. I was actually going to play that character. Okay. But, we were in rehearsal and uh, I couldn't pay attention to the actors and pay attention to my character at the same time. Right, yeah. And a week before, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna have to get somebody else to do this. I can't do it. Yeah. I can't direct it and act in it at the same time. How, how did you uh, come across Corey? Uh, just- the same way, Facebook? No, 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 no. Actually, I was DPing for uh, a woman that I know, and I saw Corey. And I was like, and I, and I saw him, and I pulled him to the side. I said, look, bro. I said, let me tell you something. I said, you got, you got Denzel Washington potential. You ain't there yet? I said, but it's there. You know what I'm saying? You got that potential. You know, you need to really be serious about this. Then one time I was like, uh, my boy told me to go local and I decided to go local. I'm like, uh, maybe, maybe he should do it. Right. And then he read and he's thinking like, you know, oh, okay. He read the script. He loved the script. Yeah. <laughs> and he's thinking like, maybe he's going to have me be a, um, a security guard or something in it. What else in it? And, and, and but I had other, I had another idea. I was like, I think you could do the whole thing. I know that. I think you yeah. could carry it. So, 
so so you did uh you did get a job. You also did a man man app, right? Oh, so yeah, like yeah. like two two uh two two comedies. Are there other oh, genres? I, I did another one before that. Right. I did uh hard time. And what's okay. crazy, I only did hard time to let people know uh I did that before I did get a job. It was like two minutes. I, I wanted to let the actors know right. that I knew what I was doing. And and that yeah. joke went viral. I didn't know about Facebook. So I right. was on it was on private and I didn't even know. I and think I saw I that. I think I saw it. Yeah. I was flipping around right. and I was like, oh, this is not public. I said, let me make it public. <laughs> and I made it public. Right. And the thing went viral. It was like like almost it's like ninety six thousand shares. Man, man. So it's been shared ninety six thousand times. Right, right, right. <laughs> but I do have uh to to get back to your question, I do I, I'm not locked into comedy. Okay. Yeah. You know, I did get a job when I, I was gonna do a dr- a dramatic film, but I was like for my first film, I needed to do something where people didn't have to be in a mood to see it. Okay, right. Yeah. You know, so and I did that. So but I had something, you know, like a lot of people don't know me, know me. Like I I'm a a deep person, a thinker, you know, but but I'm crazy. So some people they only get to see the uh, the serious right. Jay or James. Yeah. But my close friends know that, you know, that I'm a fool. And they were like, oh, this is you all day. Like, get a job with you all day. That got your name written all over it. You know? uh, no doubt. Yeah. But I love every uh, genre. I just saw, I was just looking at, uh, well, one, I have a lot of favorite films. One of them is uh, City of God that came out in 2002. Oh yeah, yeah. You know what? And I was looking at it and what I love, when I saw it in theaters, what I loved about it was that with that opening sequence, the editing was just on point. Just the boom, just how, how, it, how it set up the film, just the quick pacing and the editing that just like, man, along with the acting and directing that I thought was just, just so dope. So for you, when you see a film that you really love, what are some of the things that jump out to you that make a great film a great film, along with the acting and direction uh, uh, that jump out to you? It's the writing. You know, right. when I learned how to write, I fell in love with the process. So after I did get a job, I didn't want to shoot anything else. Yeah. Because I really wanted to learn how to write. Right. And uh, so I look for the rhythm in the film. So I'm looking for the, well, not looking for, but I'm feeling for right. the inciting incident. Yeah. The turning point. Uh, the midpoint. Right. You know, the second turning point. Yeah. The climax. I'm looking for, I'm looking for a certain rhythm. You know, we're not called to, we're not trying to reinvent the wheel. <laughs> and no I've noticed that I've noticed that in some films uh, they miss the mark when they miss those beats. Right. You know, and, and I, I, I see it, you know, you seem like, wow, it's like, you know, ain't nothing happening, you know, because we're used to 
a certain ride, you know, even like a, a roller coaster. You know, if a roller coaster didn't start off with a dip, yeah. you'd be like something was missing. Right. You know, so that's what I look for. Yeah, you know, uh, Samuel Jackson uh, said uh, when they were complimenting him years ago, uh, he says, uh, it's the writing. It's the writing. And Morgan Freeman says, uh, I just read the script. I just read the script. So, yeah, I, I second that. The, the writing is most important. And, uh, yeah, the Hollywood archetypical uh, screenplay with those inciting incidents and those turning points, they're all at a certain point in the films, in the writing. And uh, if you're missing those, then what you have is an art film, which n don't necessarily do so well. You know, the, the great... Right. The greats can get away with art films best because they got 30 years of filmmaking and people will go see their films because they made them. But as a beginner, you definitely want to stick to that, uh, that structure. Yeah, I wonder sometimes like how different films would uh, fare now. Like, uh, like another one of my favorites, like My, my Dinner with Andre, right? It came out like I wasn't sure, like in the 70s. I'm dating myself. <laughs> right. But the point being, it's basically two dudes go to a restaurant and they're talking. And as a kid, I'm like, oh, whatever, you know, it's kind of over my head. But, but watching it as, you know, early 20s, like, man, this is really dope feeling. It's well written, the conversation. But I wonder sometimes how a film like that would do now. Uh, because, you know, sometimes it's like some people, if it's not like an explosion, first five minutes, <laughs> they're gone. Yeah. So, I wonder, so I wonder sometimes how a film like that would do now. If it came out today, how it would fare? Or if it is it still strong enough? Like, like when I look at some of the classic sitcoms on MeTV, I'm like, yeah. man, I, the writing is still on point, like with Golden Girls like, and like, like Taxi, yeah. Taxi, you know. So what are some things you want to do like uh, like 10 years from now? Where do you see yourself in 10 years? Where do you want to be like a career rise and just life in uh, general? I, I want my own studio. No doubt. I love that. I love I, that. I've been wanting my own studio since Columbia right. College. I love my that. Favorite, my, my lighting class. I walked in a class. I was like, well, what are we doing today? This is still yeah. TV. And it was like, we're going to build a set. Right. You know, and I was just like, what? Right here? They was right. like, yeah. So, you know, they had the C clamps and all that other kind of stuff. And we built the set. I love it. it. Yeah. And everything. And I was just like, so what do I need to have to have my own studio? You know, and, and they were like, you all you need is a flat, flat surface and a grid at the top. You hang your lights. Yeah. And I've been wanting one since then. Like I... You know, like my, my grandfather created the uh, restaurant Uncle Raymond's. You know, so nice for me to do a film was like, that's what I'm supposed to do. Right. When you want to do something, you do it. I love it. Yeah. You know, so I had people to come up to me after get a job was like, they were so proud of me and I didn't get it. And I was just like, well, I don't, I don't understand. You know, like people younger than me. Oh, they're proud of me. I'm just like, well, I, you know, I just not that it was a simple thing, you know, because making a movie is that was one of the hardest things I've ever done. Yeah. You know, but the, the pride, I didn't get it at first yeah, because I come from a family of entrepreneurs. You know, I didn't see how big it was to make a feature film. No doubt. 
you know, because I saw it as like, oh, this is what everybody's supposed to do, right? You know, it's like when you're making a feature film, it's like you 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 starting a business, right? Like you're not going out getting a nine to five, you're starting a business, and <laughs> yeah. that's where that pride was coming from. Like right. you did it yourself, yeah. and I was just like, I was just like, wow, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like I wasn't seeing it for what it was. Right. Almost minimized it. Oh, no doubt, man. And that's important because, like, I look at right now. I have a film studio right now. Now it's not. It ain't Tyler Perry level. Land yeah. films like in my apartment. We got our Black Magic Pocket camera. We got our lights. Yeah. I'm yeah. doing editing on the uh, uh, Premiere Pro. And that's not a plug of Premiere. That's just what we're using, right? But it's a yeah. sense the idea to your point that uh, usually great things may start out small. But still yeah. having that sense of yeah that this is this is still some great things popping off because like it you know as corny as it sounds it starts with that i it starts with that idea to your point and then actually execute it because a lot of people have ideas and they go to the graveyard you know yeah. <laughs> nobody acts on them go to the graveyard but it may be rarely that somebody has an idea and they actually execute it yeah. that still is dope man that you actually had an idea for a film you sh- and you actually shot a film you yeah. know. That's something dope, man, because, like, not everybody does it. Yeah, truthfully. And, go ahead. Go ahead. I, I had never shot. <laughs> right. The longest thing I had shot before that was a two-minute film. Yeah. You know, but the thing that, a couple of things that gave me the courage was I learned every position. No question. So people were like, well, how did you know how to do this? How did you know how to do that? You know, I say because I'm not gonna pick a DP that can't light better than me. Right. <laughs> I studied lighting. <laughs> yeah. In school, right. in school and outside of school. Yeah. You understand? I studied audio in school and outside of school. Right. You know, I, I learned how to break down a script. I learned how to budget. I learned how to schedule a thing. Right. I knew every single position on there. And everybody on there had to be better than me. I even know how to act. Right. You know, so because of that, that gave me the extra courage to do it. I was still scared. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I was talking yeah. to one of the actors and she was like, you know, uh, the, the actor, uh, Brenda McLean, she, she played the mother-in-law. You know, she hadn't acted in like 15 years. Okay, you're right. She was older than everybody yeah. on set. She was scared to death. I said, I was scared too. First day, I'm like, 15, 20 people on set. Everybody looking at me. I'm just oh, like, no oh, question. Yeah, right, I'm right, like, right. I'm like, I'm like uh, thanking God for some things I can lean on my DP. But right. he was the only one I could lean on. Yeah, right. Because I didn't have any other professional help. Right. And, you know, and- I didn't really have a professional uh, uh uh, first AD right you know anybody professional person uh, script supervisor I didn't have any of that yeah. so I was scared right but I'm gonna tell you I'm gonna tell you man yeah. being on the set I know I was there for that one day I couldn't tell it. It was it was a well run production, man. You know what I'm saying? It was like it was like it was, it was on point. It was on point. And, and so let let me say that the uh, pride uh, from the young young person 
giving you kudos was that you were managing the set. That's what right. the director yeah. does. He handled yeah. all of the moving parts. And yeah. obviously you did that flawlessly. And so maybe it didn't set in because of maybe the nerves, but at the same time, the business was being handled. And so that's where the kudos came from. You accomplished the, the directive, yeah. which is the job on the set. I can get nervous, but I'm the type of person where I'm going to take care of business first. No question. You, know, yeah. you freak out later. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it could be something happen, and I'm going to go into my head before I go into my emotions. Right. You understand? Uh, I, you know, had some some drama on set. Honestly, it was like either you, either what you gonna do, either you gonna catch a case. You know what I'm saying? You understand what I'm saying? You gonna catch a case, <laughs> right. or, or, or or you gonna finish this film? Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's like take care of business. So what advice would you give to a young person uh, looking to become a, a filmmaker, a writer, director? What advice would you give them? Study. No doubt. Like, when I say study, I don't mean pick up one book and think you're done. You have to know that you're going to be a student for life yes. if you yes. love this thing. Right. If this ain't just some little itch. Yeah. But if you're in love... And, and, and it's something because it, I got this from one of these books that I read and uh, this is my interpret on it interpretation on it love is based off of knowledge right you can't love something you don't know so the more I thought I loved filmmaking before I learned how to write right I found out the, the the heartbeat of film is 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 the story. Right. The more I learned about story and how to construct the story, the deeper I I fell in love. No doubt. And if even as an actor, whether you're an actor, you're the director, you're a camera person, the more you learn about something, the more you can see whether or not you truly love it. And if you love something, you're going to want to learn even more about it. I got so many books, it's ridiculous. I had a friend of mine tell me, uh, I said, oh, man, you need to check out this book. He said, oh, I got my screenwriting book. I'm like, my screenwriting book? What are you talking about, man? Right. What book? You understand what I'm saying? Like, there's right. many books I didn't read. No you know question. Like, no, brother. Nobody has all of the answers. Right. You can't read just one book. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? So I would say, learn, I would say read. Read as much as you can. Learn about every position that you can. You know, of course, stay in focus. But read. Read. That's the foundation to, to, to filmmaking is reading. No doubt. Man, you got me fired up, James. I'm inspired, dog. I, I love it. I love it. I love it. But I tell you what, man, straight up. For uh, that's been a, that's been a great interview, man. So for uh, for Brad Stevens and Harold Dennis, but you it's can been call, a me H. <laughs> call him H. Call him H. It's been a pleasure. 
We'll catch you next time. And as always, dream big, dare to be great. Have a good one. Peace. Peace.